Hello guys, Obed here. Just wanted to apologize, we did have uh, some technical difficulties at the beginning of this episode. So when the episode picks up, uh, I was actually muted for a few minutes uh, after our system crashed. So I apologize for that. But good thing is the rest of the show is good. So enjoy. Zoom decided to play a prank on us, but we're here. We figure it out. Joel, how are you, man? Dude, I'm doing great. I am happy to be with you again, my friend. We were just together the other day. Um, those of you that are following us here on our Facebook page, you guys may have seen that we had a fun little Facebook Live with Obed and I hanging out at uh, Cybertron Games. But it was good to catch up with you, man. It was good to see you. Yeah, man. I haven't seen you in a couple of months, so definitely good to um go back and catch up man because it's been a while yeah so i mean we can only do so many zoom calls and text messages right so yeah exactly we get the dudes together we can only share so so many memes until we have (laughs) we have to come and do it live we don't have every star wars meme there is dude yeah (laughs) oh trust me there's quite a few there (laughs) yeah 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 but it was good man cybertron was uh was pretty good they had a pretty pretty decent selection uh yeah Guys were friendly, so yeah, and it, it was it was good. Uh, yeah, I was actually quite excited that I found that copy of Virtual Fighter Five, and I nailed it like right away because today we got the news, right? And we'll we'll talk about it later on in the uh, in the in the podcast. But um, yeah, they they had a pretty decent selection, uh, a little bit dry um, in, in the console side. They did have like a ton, like with like three Wii U's for some reason, right? Yeah. Two to three. I think that was the most they had um, in, uh, in DS, uh, like 3DS, because 3DS sold, real, sold really, really well. So oh, sure. that thing's everywhere. And uh, yeah, yeah, the game selection season, no, nothing on the Vita. They had like three games for Vita, so not much. They did have that copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga. That game is so hard to find, man. It's like they had, it was like 1500 And uh, that is, yeah, like I mentioned yesterday, uh, when when we were at the shop, that it's it really is one of the like holy grails of of collectibles when it comes to gaming. It was uh, it was quite impressive to see one in the wild. I mean, I haven't seen one in the wild since release, since it came out. So uh, that was that was pretty interesting. Uh, for some reason, that game eluded me and never got it um, back when it came out. I think I had moved on from the Saturn. I, you know, it's. I was so disappointed in Sega back then. It's like, ah, uh, you know, I really, I think I started doing like N64 stuff and moved away from that, but I should have gotten it. <laughs> Shouldn't gotten it. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, definitely. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to hang out and, and at least do something interesting. We found though, from a console side, we did find one Xbox series S <laughs> yeah, they had one in stock. They had yeah. one in stock. I've never seen that thing on a shelf, so that was uh, that was funny. Yeah, um, was it three ninety nine with a controller, right? Right, an extra controller. Yeah, so you, it's a, you know, you are paying a thirty five dollar premium on top of that, but if you're looking for it, that's not too bad. Like, yeah, that's not for convenience of just picking it up same day. You can go yeah. home and have it. That's definitely not scalper rates for sure. No. Um, I went somewhere recently, Joe. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. I think it was Best Buy. And uh, they had a, a Xbox uh, One S for mm-hmm. like for like like uh, like two fifty. Like wow, whatever the regular price was. At that point, it's like a collector's item. Like no one's really. Like oh man, I can't wait to get my new. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, um, man, this uh, episode is gonna be reeled with technical issues. Oh boy, sure, it's bad, dude. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think we're gonna have to scrap this one and just go with go with the Facebook live. Go with the Facebook live. <laughs> um, I just realized that I was muted for like the last few minutes. So, no way. Yeah, because I I went back. Uh, I kept OBS running, and I muted everything, and I unmuted you, and I guess I forgot to unmute myself. So I want to carry this back from the top. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Cybertron games, really good. Uh, Passenger Dragon Saga. $1,500, holy grail of collectibles, very good, uh, lots of fun. So, um, yeah, rolling it back, right? Good to see you. We're all to hang out for a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll make this work. We'll make this work, guys. Our apologies. <laughs> you know what? It's we have, been a week. Um, honestly, but... honestly, we haven't had any major issues in a very long time. Oh, yeah. Very, oh, yeah. very long time. We've been very consistent. Yes. Uh, with our with our troubles, so uh, you guys, please excuse us. Uh, this is not normal for us, but we're still here. We're still here. So, um, Joe, uh, you want to talk uh, Bad Batch? Yeah, of bit? course, definitely. Okay. Oh, before Star Wars. Yep before before that, um, I do have a couple things. Sekiro is real good, like real, real good, like real good. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's, uh, I mean, I could see, I could see that. A game getting you know game of the year nods back when it came out because it did and um that is good it's it's really it's difficult it's for some reason i find the bosses harder than the bosses on bloodborne i think the game itself like like the progression when you go to like from point a to point b um a bloodborne is probably a little bit more difficult yeah. At least when you're starting to play this this sort of game. And the bosses in Bloodborne are very straightforward. Um this was just like, oh man, this takes skill, like real skill. So it's uh it's very interesting, very good game, very, very good. Uh almost done with Resident Evil 7. Again, I don't know how I slept on that game for so long. Uh me being a, an RE fan. Um it's very good. It is. It is very, very good. So, um, I'm looking forward to trying out eight, and hopefully around E3 we'll learn more about um, the RE4 remake. Um, but yeah, Bad Batch, um, decent episode. This last one. Um, yep. We we got Fennec into into the mix. And wondering who is Fennec working for, right? Because I got a, I got a theory, and I haven't watched any, um, breakdowns. Right? I, I haven't watched any breakdowns. I haven't watched anything since. I think I haven't watched any breakdowns since like the, the second to last episode for Falcon Winter Soldier. I mean, I haven't. I didn't even watch a breakdown for the last episode. Yeah. Uh, so. I think that she's actually working for for Palpatine. And wow! I, I'm not. I'm gonna say because of whatever is causing what or whatever caused Omega to be different. He's trying to replicate that for what for the thing that he's doing. The you know clone himself for you know ray basically right right so that's that's my theory my theory is that uh it's it's palpatine he's behind everything um you know and and omega may be force sensitive to you know i i don't think she'll yeah. become a jedi or something more than that right but but i i think she's different enough where Palpatine's the one looking for her. So, it's my theory on that one. Uh, but yeah, overall, decent episode. Liked it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think... Um, I like the the inclusion of Fennec. I like how... Man, the graphics on this episode, dude. Like, I don't, I know you you haven't seen uh, Raya yet. Um, but when you do, we'll just come into the coming days here soon on, on mm-hmm. Disney+. Plus. But... Uh, it like the like the graphics of this particular I don't know this one in particular remind me of like that movie I'm like geez like this Disney's not holding back huh? 
anyways, uh, Fennec being in here, you know, like they don't really they don't really show you much of. You know, she's a bounty hunter, but like you know, you don't really get much of her Mandalorian connection, um, which is a good thing, because that that's obviously clear to us that like we'll see her coming together with Boba probably in this series or a mention of her heading towards something that will be connected to him or something. I don't think that they're just having her character here and not going to give us intentional backstory, especially knowing that the book yeah. of Boba Fett is coming mm -hmm. later on. I think this is going to like just help extend that character a little more. So for the uh, star Wars fans that are watching this, when we do watch book of Boba Fett, we're like, even more into it because we've seen this character a lot. Everyone knows Boba Fett. Like we don't need we don't need like you know Boba Fett to show up in this show like to set up for the book of Boba Fett. Like we know who he is. We know his whole thing. You know we saw we got enough of you know where he was in the Mandalorian series. But like Fennec was very new for us. You know seeing her in that first season of, of the Mandalorian this season uh, of the second season of Mandalorian now and, and this. So we're, they're setting it up nicely to give us that backstory for her character. And I appreciate that, right? Like that's this is why we care about these characters because we've known them for a while. We've seen them progress. This is why Ahsoka Tano does so well. This is why, you know, all these characters that Dave Filoni um, puts together in his worlds, like he he really does make you care about them intentionally. And as we've talked about before, Mister Promotion, which allegedly he's had that title for a while now. I did see that going around. That 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 wasn't necessarily as new. It was like a clarification, yeah, out there. Which is interesting, right? Yeah. Because that means that I, I don't know if someone got salty internally <laughs> and actually posted that. Yeah. Uh, it it sounds to me like the way they reacted to it um, makes it seem like a bigger deal, actually. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm. I used to be of the mindset that I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it with Kathleen, but uh, it's like stuff like this happening seems small, but to me and you and I, we, we work in the business space. We understand how corporations are, are like stuff like this. Doesn't just oops. Like there's clearly some, some, some things behind this, um, this kind of, that's a, that's a big title. I'm sorry. Like, that's, he's he's got a big big role sitting on there, so yeah. I'm I'm excited for it. It's great for us. It doesn't matter. He's had it for a few months now. Anyways, um, I agree with you on Omega. Like I've been feeling that she's force sensitive. I've been feeling that she's uh. force sensitive um, for a bit now. But I'm not gonna. I don't want to make this like. I don't want to get all Last Jedi on this, where I start thinking like I figured it out, and it's like oh, she's, uh. like not connected to Palpatine, and she yeah. doesn't have the force, and she's just another clone that's just cool and came out special like if that happens i'm not gonna be mad like that's actually fine but um but i do feel like they've intentionally kept her very mysterious and i don't think you make a character like that mysterious just for them to be another clone that's just happens to be you know in the early stages as a kid that just you know developed differently because she's more aware of things or whatever like the hairstyle from the beginning i was like that's a little it's a little palpy you know um yeah but there's there's the people wanting her it's a little you know yeah it could be that um that that the, the reason her hair is different right yeah. it's it's because they have you know they they injected some some palpatine in there yeah and she's like the prototype of like that you know right the the, 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 the base. man if that happens yeah, yeah. Like I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, that I would, that would be that would be a good that would be a good twist. Um, I would definitely appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, cause cause we don't know, right? Like the dude didn't look like Palpatine, <laughs> like his his you know son or whatever the 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 clone. No. So it could be that something in in uh Janko Fett's DNA was what really, um was working for the Camino ones and then after that they just started experimenting with variations on on the clones so yeah we'll see it's interesting it's interesting yeah very interesting. um yeah but yeah it's a good episode overall um i think it was good um echo was like disguised as the uh, as a droid was pretty funny that was funny yeah that was pretty good um 
I'm not sure what's going on with Wrecker, right? Because Wrecker, like out of the out of the box, like he comes out and he wrecks stuff, right? And he does it well, right? That, yeah, hence the name Wrecker, right? Um, but for some reason, if he, I, I think he's injured or something, like something's probably gonna happen to Wrecker. Like I, I have that feeling. Well, his head doesn't seem screwed on, right? That's for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like he, you know, he's a big dude, but he doesn't seem all that there. So, you know. Yeah, it's all bro- all bronze, no brains, basically. Yeah, like yeah. there's there's you know his chip might have affected his <laughs> neurological capabilities. I don't know. Could have, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll... are, remember they all are technically they're all defective. Technically. Yeah, yeah. They're all like it, like the the testing just went crazy, and like, well, this is what we got, so we're just gonna make this a special unit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing of the show. So yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, we'll see. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to to more of that. Um, I haven't watched anything else of note. Um, that I I'm trying to remember. No, yeah. In the last few days, I haven't watched anything. Uh, I'm gonna try now that that we got some time off to uh, finish. Um, titans and uh you know wait for season three or whatever and then uh, i'll see i'll see what i'll what i'll gravitate to next um star girl no (laughs) it's pretty good yeah you told me it was good yeah i'm I'm already i mean for what it is like you have to know like it's it's more kitty yeah i've seen some bad kid ones that's that's not pretty bad okay uh speaking of bad kid ones did you see what happened to the powerpuff girls thing on cw yeah Yeah, reshooting the entire pilot that was interesting that means that it was really bad it means they didn't have a plan like jj abrams says oh we'll transition to that in a second sir uh but yeah it's interesting that they actually shot the pilot and then it was like oh no we'll reshoot everything we'll keep the cast right and and give this another world but but the way i i understand it right when i read the article was that uh, they're they're shifting the tone. They're not just redoing the 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 pilot. They're 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 shifting the the tone of the of, well you know the series itself. It looks like so interesting. JJ uh, Abrams, um, Joe. I mean, who would have thought that if you plan things out before actually applying, uh, you know, or, or or trying to tackle a project, right? I mean, who would have thought that planning was an important part of uh, of the entire project? So we got J.J. Abrams uh, in an interview today saying that, yeah, uh, basically they learned the hard way that they needed to plan this out. <laughs> All right, you can you can talk as much crap as you want about George Lucas, right? Yeah. But at least he planned it out. He knew what he wanted. The man didn't waffle. <laughs> might have been crazy, but he wa- he knew what he wanted. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. Yeah, it was... He might have been crazy. <laughs> With a, <at> taxes. <laughs> Trade Federation blockade. So, uh, man, I mean, come on. Come on, JJ. And you, and well, you, go ahead. I don't blame JJ though, dude. I think that's a shot. He's taking a shot. I know people are like, he's like oh, saying, okay. I, I think he's defending his job on these movies, saying, like, okay. yeah, like I learned I ain't gonna do something that doesn't have a plan involved because I don't think it, it didn't make okay. him look good. Like, he's had, he had a JJ had a very decent film, um, history, right? Like, Generally speaking, like from where his early stages, his Cloverfield stuff, you know, Star Trek and their stuff, like people were like respectable of JJ. I don't, there are people who are hype fans of him, like JJ is the best, but generally speaking, people respected his work. Yeah. And I think now, like when it comes to Star Wars, because of the, the backlash that people have given, although he still gave the best one out of all the new ones, which was The Force Awakens, like he still knows like that didn't make him look any better with the way people feel about and people may not feel as strongly about the rise of Skywalker that they did with the last Jedi, but people still had, you know, some big gripes with that movie. So it's still, I think he's taking a shot. I think him saying like, Hey, have a plan. I think he's taking a shot at the big people because Makes like sense. the variety article that came out early on where like they interviewed, I think it was variety. Like they interviewed 
like Disney insiders and the insider very, very explicitly like put something out where it was like, yeah, Kevin Feige is not going to come in and take the job, but like Kevin Feige is the best that like Disney has when it comes to like these organizations, the way, and the way the whole thing was written, like however this person inside Disney was talking, they clearly were, they were really trying to put throw Kathleen under the bus. Like they were completely trying to say like, she doesn't know what she's doing. And we've gotten those senses before. Um, but I think it's very indicative of like, like I know people, like people always compare her to Kevin Feige, but I think that's the best comparison we can give right now in those kinds of roles. And it's like people got mad at Kevin early on for like, you know, directors getting fired and actors being changed and whatever, like what's going on? This is weird, whatever. But like Kevin stuck true to what he had with the MCU and he always has like, it's very obvious. I mean, the yep. dude literally had forced a restructure to happen at Disney just so we can get movies like black Panther and black widow come out. Cause he was like, we're going to make a movie with a black lead and we're going to make a movie with a female. And I don't care about Ike Pullmutter. Like this is the guy who gets stuff done. Mm-hmm. When you look at like with someone like Kathleen, it seems to me like she's actually a little bit too free spirited uh, that's the, the feelings that I get out of it, which is why you kind of get this all over the place where it's like, I want a little bit of this and I want to have that. It's like trying to yeah. go to the all you can eat buffet and just trying to put all the stuff on there. And it just does not sit well when you try to digest it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel like her style is leading the stuff. She's probably fine if she was just in, in, in a, in a producing role that, um, you know, she can, you know, give input, but not be the person who actually directs puts this whole thing together yeah um that's probably fine but when it comes to this like running a world she don't got a plan man it's very obvious man. this plan this plan is probably changing on a quarterly basis at, at lucasfilm she's probably shuffling stuff around all the time yeah obi-wan and- should have been out sooner dude let's be real like yeah, how, do you, how do you reset that whole obi-wan thing yeah because i think well the the rumor is that there was already a script approved that was basically had this female lead and and we didn't see Obi-Wan until like the last episode or whatever, right? Wow, I didn't hear that one. You didn't hear that one? No, no. I just okay. I just all I knew was like Deborah Chow was like, I'm in and now I'm gone. Like now I'm like waiting. Like so I was like, what is going on? So so apparently there was a first draft the the first draft that was approved by, by Kennedy was basically um Obi-Wan was in the final like third of the series and and it was basically a female lead going around the galaxy looking for Obi-Wan and doing the thing, right? Like Obi-Wan that's, was yeah. That's the same thing you guys did in Force Awakens. So, where you have Rey looking for Luke all this time, yeah. like Luke's here, done. So, I don't know, I don't know when. I mean, that's the one that, you know, supposedly she approved and then after the whole Last Jedi thing and and Rise of Skywalker thing happened with with the fans, that's that's when there was they when re basically redid everything. Mm. My understanding is that that character that was supposed to be like the quote unquote lead is still there, but in a much reduced role, uh, and Obi Wan is front and center mm. now. Well, well, it could be this lady that. The actress that, that put on her Instagram, like, I wield a lightsaber or something along those lines. Um, yeah, 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 it could maybe be. Maybe, like, you know, an apprentice or something. Like that. But, you know. <laughs> but the idea, though, like, man, like, this, I want a Clone Wars, like, flashbacks, and I want... We'll get them. You know, I want the Obi-Wan we'll Anakin thing to be the movie. Like, it's really Obi-Wan's the, the, yeah. the hero. He's the protagonist. Well, like I want Anakin equally there. Like if you're gonna have Hayden Christensen come back, go big. Like just oh, this is it. This is your chance to have I'm, both of these guys on screen again. That's it. This is your I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure we're gonna get a flashback with uh, with them both and Ahsoka and in the white like in, armor in the stuff. in the Clone Wars armor. I'm sure we're gonna get yeah. a dude. And I will beg. I, I will. I will. Doubt, I haven't bought a Star Wars figure in years. I will pre-order and buy. <laughs> Because this, because yeah. it's been out right, and there's there's versions of it, like you know the the Ewan McGregor with the armor sort of yeah. like figure from like sideshow collectibles, um, but there hasn't been like an like an actual actual one, 
based on on a show so this will probably be the one so better yeah. happen yeah um i was actually browsing um big bad toy store uh the other day and they had a bunch of uh newer stuff uh, from the uh, for the black series uh and price is good i mean they're they're up for pre-order and a lot of mando stuff and whatnot so it's good stuff they they do have good stuff coming out there and I mean, you know, fortunately, if you were looking for your uh, Cara Dune action figure, that's not going to happen. And um, you want to talk about the uh, show that got canceled? Cause we, yeah, Rangers that, of the Republic. Yeah, that happened in between episodes. So, yeah, yeah, Rangers of the Republic got canceled. So, what do you think of that, man? I mean, it does feel like it was a, you know, a Gina Carano thing. Like, hey, she was going to be the lead. Yeah. So here it goes again, the shuffling, right? The all-you-can-eat yeah. buffet, like throw that one out. <laughs> they were because well, th- yeah. that was to me, honestly, like out of all the ones announced, people were like, "Oh, I'm excited for this." I, like, that was one of those like on my lower shit, like it's Star Wars. Don't get me wrong, you could make a whole Jar Jar Binks show. I'm gonna be watching it, <laughs> but like, <laughs> I will. <laughs> but like <sighs> this one, I was like, I, like, why do we need this? Like, it's not gonna. Like the Bad Batch as an animated, I like that. But for a live action thing, just doesn't really float my boat. Yeah, um, I, I that, that was definitely low in the totem pole for me. Like out of all the shows they announced and everything they announced uh, last in, in the uh, uh, during that last meeting, that was probably the one down right at the bottom because it was Obi Wan, Ahsoka. Uh, Andor. I'm actually looking forward to Andor. Now uh, I am because yeah. yeah, the the thing with with I think he's really a compelling character that we we got enough of him to to you know we know enough right, but it would be interesting if they actually go back to like I'm a six years old and getting into the rebellion and all that like going back into into that backstory that that would be take real that one scene where he talks about like all oh, my life whatever take that one exposition and give us a sequence exactly yeah yeah um well uh, it's i mean I, i'm i'm expecting the big shuffle to happen uh here in uh, in october because that's uh when disney closes their uh fiscal year so uh so we'll and see. her contract comes to an end at the end of this year so if there's there there has to be a announcement whether it's renewal or cancel like you we're, we're gonna find out fate exactly. will be decided exactly um take a seat <laughs> yeah, take, oh, oh man it's brutal don't yeah don't grant her the rank of master um so uh eternals I don't know what's going on. Um, visually, <laughs> you send me you send me a me- <laughs> you send me yeah. a text, right? It's like, yep. Eternals is pretty good. It's visually astounding or something like that, or yeah. astonishing. Uh, yeah, I totally agree because it is definitely uh, visually it looks really good. Like uh, definitely the cinematography and it looks like the directing is top notch. It's this is going to be. In my opinion, the first Marvel movie that is going to be very different from the other ones. Uh, yes. This is going to be the uh, the branching path, if if uh, if you want to put it in gamers' terms. So this this is going this is where where like we've been we've been basically throughout you know the MCU starting with Iron Man it's been going like this, and now it's going to start going like that. And you got your Spider-Man, Doctor Strange stuff, and then you're gonna get the Eternals big pictures stuff over here. So, and then I mean, eventually it's all gonna come back. So, yeah. Um, the only only two things that I really want to point out um, is the uh, the Captain America references. I don't know if you if you saw them. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like, is that the shield that that the cap used when he went to rescue Bucky and, and the, and the other guys. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool observation 
that's being pointed out also is like the trailer exposes why they fail in Infinity War, which is purely because both Steve and Iron Man aren't together. Like because they're both separately trying to take on Thanos, like they would have won if they actually would have stayed together as a team and didn't have a leader. Um, that's the pretty interesting observations that people are pointing out. That's kind of obvious to most of us, but still uh, interesting uh, confirmation there. The, I know all the memes are everywhere. Like, where were these guys when, you I know, you Ultron? And where were these guys when Loki was running around New York with Leviathans flowing everywhere? And, <laughs> you know, all this stuff going on. And it's like, yeah. guys, 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 guys. You know, they, they, it's not like Marvel could have just, like, there's going to be a lot more characters put this way that are about to be coming into the MCU. Your Fantastic Fours, your mutants. I mean, all kinds of characters are going to be coming in. You guys are going to be saying that about every character that comes through because there's some really awesome characters that Marvel's just recently got the ability with that, you know, Fox deal, etc., to actually put in their films. So kind of get used to that feeling of just saying, like, yeah, had these guys been here, things would have been different, but it's just the way it has to be. I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah, they're going to try and give us some excuse and they're going to give us some kind of thing and we couldn't interfere. And, and, and an interesting little tidbit for some of you guys that are out there that are, that are not too familiar with the, the, you know, with the Eternals, like Athena is supposed to be one of the cousins of uh, Thanos, so they are technically family, right? Um, so that's just a fun little backstory for some of you guys. But uh, yeah, like this is going to be a normal recurring thing there's going to be a lot more really cool care like magneto when he shows up and and charles like you're gonna be like why weren't these guys around yeah there's not yeah. really gonna be a good answer yeah um but my my you know line of thought behind all this is that the snap changed everything when the first snap happened that you know it really threw everyone off for a curve yeah. and you know in in a you know at a cosmic level, and yeah. um, that's what changed everything. So it's it's interesting. Uh, again, visually, it looks very stunning. Cast is great. So. The director, dude. I mean, we we posted about it on our social media. Chloe Zhao. I mean, this lady won best director, and she's directing a movie coming out this year for Marvel. Like I, you know, that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna milk that cow for quite a bit because that's that's a pretty big deal. And obviously, we see some very respectable names acting in this film. So I expect a very quality. This might be one of the more. I'm not going to say that the Oscars or something are going to recognize it, but it might. It might feel a little out of place with your typical MCU film to some degree. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be it's it's a different feel for sure. Like, yeah. in, and it seems like it's still, you know, keeps uh, some of the MCU humor in there so it's not it's not dry sure. and 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 whatnot it's it it's it looks like it's gonna be you know uh it's gonna be different but familiar uh if if you you know if, if you know what i mean on that uh it it's like when when uh when they transitioned to uh winter soldier that was to me, like the the biggest change in the MCU because the MCU was uh, very different before that point. Uh, I think Winter Soldier changed everything. It's like they explored a more, you know, mature thing and more, uh, I'd say, more convoluted story. Uh, and convoluted in a good way. I, I that's the wrong word. I should say complex story, right? Um, and and they go back and and they explore the characters that are already established in a, in a different light. So yeah, it's, it was very good. So I think this like winter soldier will be a turning point, um, for the MCU. Uh, not that it's going to be like all the rest of the movies are because we know the Spider-Man is going to be very different. We know Doctor Strange is going to be very different. Uh, it was originally, you know, thought to be more of a horror movie, which it's, probably it still is right because as far as i know they 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 have those change in director but uh the script is the same um as as far as we know right we haven't we haven't heard anything about that um but we'll see yeah it's interesting yeah yeah looks good looks really like well shot bro it looks yeah. really nice yeah yeah man yep um 
Do you want to keep Marvel and then we do the uh, the other stuff? Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know where today, Joel, we get an announcement that Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, a.k.a. Quicksilver, a.k.a. Kick-Ass, um, is ca- was cast by Sony as Craven the Hunter. So, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> so, well, that, so we know that Quicksilver is not going to be back. And if he's going to be back, oh, it's not going to no. be him. <laughs> so no now, way. So now we know that, right? Uh, but, Joe, we've talked about it before because, um, you know, you being a big Spidey fan, um, it, we talked about when this movie was, like, still in the you know, imagination of Sony people, uh, back with the Aunt May movie and whatnot. Uh, cause this is one of the ones that were in that batch, um, that got leaked with the emails. So, um, how do you still feel about this movie? I'm still digesting this because honestly, I didn't see this news until you brought it to my attention, which is not that long before we started recording. And, um, I've been super offline, but like, <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind the casting. I, that's fine with me. Um, it's awkward knowing that he was already in like the MCU and in that role so recently. Yeah. It's not the first time this has happened. Like you know, we all know Chris Evans was, you know, very recognizable as Human Torch. You know, even when he was in that very very first Captain America movie, it took like a second Captain America movie, like the Avengers and the second Captain America movie, for him to be like not looked upon as hey the guy who played human torch like Mm -hmm. now people's that's in the past don't remember it yeah but aaron taylor johnson playing like this like you said yeah confirms a quicksilver thing i'm glad about that like we don't need quicksilver in the mcu right now yeah it would been cool to have the whole like you know children of magneto thing but like after what they did in in wandavision the way that was handled i don't think it's a good look to bring back quicksilver right now especially if it was quicksilver from age of ultron uh and i don't really know how much this Craven's going to interact with any of the MCU stuff. Like, is this a Craven that's going to interact more with a Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man trilogy thing happening? Hmm. I, you know, let your theories go at it. But it's a standalone movie, which is important to recognize. It's not, oh, he's going to be in Spider-Man. Could be, but um, you know, from what we understand right now, it's just in a standalone. I, I, I do wish, um, I do wish that they would have gone again a different actor. I do wish that we would get more clarity on what this movie is even going to be about because this whole shtick is like, he's supposed to be hunting Spider-Man um, like the ultimate hunt. So what is he hunting? He's going to be hunting like some kind of knockoff thing in this movie for sure. Um, what that is. I don't know. It's kind of weird. He's going to be hunting the arachnid human. <laughs> yeah. the, the arachnid male. The, the, sp- <laughs> the so spider sp- monkey. Um, <laughs> but, but like the, the one, the one thing that I will, take away from instantly here like you said early on like we've talked about this from the inception of, of hey it's an idea that this is something that sony wants to do like hearing movies like this getting greenlit we already know obviously morbius is on the way and venom comes out this year like this now makes me think okay we there's like no doubt in my mind sinister six movies coming and there's no doubt in my mind that they're gonna do that uh, black cat silver sable movie like I do believe that that's I actually believe there's a strong chance that that's the movie that um the the actress turned director um I can try to remember her name as Olivia Wilde I think supposed to be directing. Oh, okay 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 yeah I actually right now would say that there's a higher chance that it's a Black Cat Silver Sable movie than even a Gwen Stacy movie because Gwen Stacy wasn't really talked about in those early concepts and Sony has it as a thing for going back and. We put all these ideas together and then pulling when they do actually make something, the director pulls some things that have already been put on the board. So um, like a lot of the ideas that were in even Homecoming were ideas from the Tobey Maguire movies and stuff like it's It's very much a thing. So, yeah, like future Sony, uh, I think this is indicative of, of like all those things that we heard before, except for the crazy Aunt May, you know, spy movie. Like oh all those, like all those, like when we started hearing, dude, all these different movies, remember we started hearing this stuff? Sinister like, Six I and yeah. Sinister Six, Crave and all. It's like, it, now it's becoming a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, nothing else to talk about that. I, and again, they, they're touting it as a standalone. Who knows? Right. Uh, Cause you know, again, based on the rumors, uh, there, there will be a Tobey Maguire sequel. 
based on, you know, because of the Morbius stuff, um, based on other rumors, is that maybe even uh, Garfield may get another movie. We don't know. Right. 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 Um, you know, maybe just bring it for full circle and fix the two spiders. <laughs> so, I mean, Good. they could very well they could wear very well connect um, uh, this Spider-Man to or Craven to the Maguire Spider-Man uh, and Garfield to Venom. Since you know we already had a Venom on the on the Maguire movies, we'll do it with with the with Garfield. I mean. That's a possibility. We don't know, right? And yeah. then, and then, you know, Holland keeps doing his, you know, separate MCU Spider-Man thing. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's a uh, interesting. It's it's good stuff. I, I think it's you know Sony being able to do their own thing, right? Be they, those rights again. You know, Marvel did not back back in the day. They these things happen because Marvel was out of money. Like if I would have had was a crazy a few, thought, dude. Yeah, if I would have been a few, you know, had a few a few bucks, I could have been able to secure like Namor or something. <laughs> so, yeah. so who has Namor? Let's... Universal. Universal still has 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 a piece of him. Okay, but has a piece of him, but they haven't produced anything. So right, how does that work? That's interesting because usually, like, there has to be a movie, a book, uh, something with the character put out there in order for them to retain the rights. Every three That's years. That's how we've always known it. Yeah. But everything I hear is that Universal still has it, so it's like, what's happening if it's that there was one. rumors years ago Zach yeah. Efron had met with Marvel about the character. There's been a few rumors, so there's just got to be something coming in. That's, yeah. a, that's a big character. It is, yeah, and it's it's weird. It's it's a weird one. And I think people have Aquaman in their their rear sight. Like I don't think that really matters. Like oh, yeah. it's close to Aquaman. I don't think people really care. I don't as think long as Marvel does it the Marvel way. Yeah, the thing is that it's you know it's too similar of a character, and I can see I can see Marvel just sitting him out. Cause... But uh, the other thing was there were like rumors. Remember with um, Black Panther that the Black Panther sequel. So I don't know that this that maybe he was supposed to be in it because there was rumors that the Black Panther sequel was going to be, you know, the Atlanteans, you know, versus, you know, Wakanda. Like there was going to be a battle between the two of them, kind of thing. Like the two, like two kings kind of idea. Okay, um, that could. So obviously could. now with what the tragedy of Chadwick Boseman, like I don't I, that that's been reset now. It's Wakanda forever, but uh, yeah, they're probably gonna be bring that back. I don't know. Yeah, probably gonna be refocusing. Um, not man, that movie. It's I am intrigued because yeah. if he's going, if if you know he's getting recast, which I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah, in my opinion, um, you know only problem is that you you have to find the right actor right and you cannot have a douchebag be actor be uh black panther because um you know uh bozeman led by example and it's you know it's it's hard it's hard to it's hard to match it's uh that that one's a tough one but but you gotta find the right person yeah like yeah that's tough denzel (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh stop <laughs> don't worry guys that's, there's an inside joke here with that we don't actually believe Denzel Washington should play that but there are okay. people out there who think Denzel Washington should be should have been uh, the new yeah. Captain America I, I'll say less yeah uh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright yeah oh man I'm not gonna get Whew. myself in trouble um you know thank god for casting agents right And yeah 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 you gotta get certified for that thing. That's you know, <laughs> lucky lucky for us, right? Um, we Joe. love Denzel, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no hate against Denzel. He's no. he's absolutely phenomenal. But yeah. he's too old to be in that yeah. role. He's too old. Yes, yeah, too old. Um, we talked a few weeks ago about MGM and how financially they have not been doing very well. Um. After, you know, the pandemic hit, they basically let a lot of people go. Um, the Their tourism side of the business is not doing good. Uh, and basically, the only big franchise that they have right now is, um, is James Bond. So, 
happened that um, this morning it was announced that Amazon was purchasing MGM for almost nine billion. I think it was like eight point six billion, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Um, the big thing with MGM, right, is that uh, not only they have uh, James Bond, which is currently, you know, a big franchise still, you know, it's been a big franchise for over what 60 years, basically. It's been out for a while. Um, the, 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 the interesting thing with, with, uh, MGM is the back catalog. Um, because they are, they are a pillar of, um, uh, of, of, you know, the, uh, of cinematic history. And, uh, and that's, that, that to me is, uh, the more, the more important thing, um, is, is the, uh, again, cinematic history. And now Amazon owns a part of it. But, uh, Joe, what do you think, man? Yeah, this is a huge, huge deal. Um, I can't remember if I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I feel like I have. Like, there's been stuff floated around, opinions of, like, Amazon trying to get into further into the film space. Like, they already have creative productions, clearly, um... You know, I, I don't know. I don't. Oh, but I don't know if you have Amazon Prime. But like that Tom Clancy without remorse. Oh I my seen go- it. dude, fantastic. And I, I, I can't believe I didn't even bring this up on the podcast before. Definitely check it out and stick around for that little uh, stinger at the end because they're building a universe, my friend. Oh really? There's the Tom Clancy world is coming together. Okay. Um, which is good. So, so they don't own a lot, lot, lot. Uh, MGM does, but they do have some really good ones. Uh, so, Twenty One Jump Street, Adam's yep. Family, All Dogs Go to Heaven, Barbershop, Bill and Ted, the Bill and Ted franchise, basically. Uh, the MGM cartoons, Clash of the Titans, uh, the Dragon Tattoo series, Carrie, Stargate, Poltergeist, RoboCop. They own RoboCop, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, the uh, they 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 own the Hobbit, okay. Because um, that wasn't uh, New Line; that was MGM, um, or was distributed by a New Line, uh, but it was uh, produced by MGM. MGM got it. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the thing. Um, they own GI Joe, mm. so they do have that. Um, and, uh, yeah, those are the, the big ones. Stargate, if you want to, you know, Stargate was pretty big back in the, uh, you know, TV, the TV show was very popular and, you know, the first movie was, uh, was good. That's a good list for an acquisition. Like that's some, some good names. They can do stuff there. Yep. But there have been, sorry, uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Um, and I, and I'm talking about like the, like the old, old stuff, like gun with the wind and the wizard of Oz and all this other stuff, right. That they, that they produced back in the day. So, uh, that, that to me is what it's interesting that they're, you know, more that they're acquiring. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, like I said before, there's, there's been rumors of them trying to get deeper into like the film space. They already have their original content, but, um, there's been rumors of like these people buying like Amazon. No, I'm sorry, Amazon buying AMC. Um, sorry, like buying the AMC theaters. Mm-hmm. So, like, imagine it being Amazon theaters, like, and they could put out their own so- movies exclusive like that and stuff. But things like like Amazon is the future. Let's be honest of everything. Yeah, we're ridiculously rich. They're they can buy a lot of things. So it is a monopoly, um, and they they win. So. This this could be a bigger domino. Yeah. Um, did you see uh, that? Uh, now that you mentioned AMC, uh, do you see that there's a uh, there was one of the Chinese companies that owned like a majority stake? They dumped their um, their stock. No. For AMC, yeah, last week. Wow. So that means that they're you know more than likely in talks with something, dude. It's like, could you imagine like Amazon buying buying AMC and 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 call it calling it like the the MGM theaters, and using yeah. the brand for it. Yeah, 
And like with oh. your Prime membership, like you get like access to certain films and stuff or whatever. That, hmm. Yeah. Amazon, I don't want to give you everything any would ideas. be autonomous and like they have plenty of tech they would integrate. Yeah. Because you don't, yeah. It would keep would the movie theaters alive, but also keep like a fun little like revenue and a little little fun little thing in Jeff Bezos' pocket, you know. Yeah, honestly, so it's interesting. We'll see where it goes. Um, you know, this thing still gotta get approved and everything, but you know the uh, it, the handshake has been made. Yeah, and that's that's what what the big thing here is. So, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I, I really don't want MGM to go away as a brand. Uh, it's, uh, again, it, it's cinematic history, right? Um, you know, I was even bummed back when uh, Disney MGM Studios had to change their name because I of know. MGM being too greedy, I guess. and or, or Disney being too cheap to pay them what they wanted for the royalties. But, you know, uh, the great movie ride near and dear to my heart in that movie, that, that ride is no more. So, yeah, um, Mickey Minnie. Yeah, yeah, it's actually pretty good, right? That uh, that new Mickey, right? So yeah. All right, gaming. Um, want to talk Xbox first, Jill? Yeah, go into it. Okay. And and this is very quick. There's not a lot to go uh, around this, but uh, we forgot to mention a couple of weeks ago that um, Xbox is officially ending the backwards compatibility uh, transition to the new consoles so basically if the game that if you have a game um that is not was not available on the backwards compatibility list and and it's not basically as of like a couple weeks ago we're still not it's not gonna happen so um i'm not sure exactly how many titles for the original xbox and and the uh 360 that will be, um, but there's there's a uh, there's a lot there's a uh, there's a lot of games that are not uh, getting um, getting ported um, mostly because of like licensing stuff right they have a licensed soundtrack or uh, an actor's likeness or any any other any of that stuff so if it's any of that if it's not there it's not going to happen so uh they are ending the uh the program so yeah basically it i'm still waiting for playstation to roll out anything backwards compatibility wise not really honestly <laughs> like I, I would like i would like to have it as a feature but i'm indifferent towards it honestly um i'm actually very uh grateful that we could make the uh um, the the generational transition as smooth as it's been because it's been really smooth, right? Um, I've been again going back to what I've been playing. I've been playing Sekiro on the PS5 because of the frame rate, and but then I'm still playing like Resident Evil 4 on the regular PS4. Although I have it downloaded on the PS5, but uh, it's just convenience. I have a PS4 here in this room. Uh, I should actually link a remote play. Cause I have, oh yeah, I haven't linked it, and uh, there's remote play on uh, on PS4 with PS5, so I should do that. Um, but yep, if if it's you know if you're looking forward to one of those crazy Xbox games that uh, never got a, a BC patch, it's not gonna happen. So you know, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. Yeah, not much to be said. I mean, I know that backwards compatibility was one of their big like staples you know for a while because obviously like playstation had always been very restrictive with that like only a few ps2 did that shortly at, at launch with like the ps1 and you know ps3 had a, like that the the og one had that you know ps like but it's it's never been like really a thing like only right now us having this with ps5 is actually a really huge deal at launch the way it's going um which is pretty good um but like I say all that to say, like, Xbox, is, like, they've been pretty good about backwards compatibility for a while. So, yeah, it makes sense to me, honestly. Um, I, I I understand where, where Microsoft's going with this. Like, it's probably not really worth the effort anyways. Yeah, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the list 
Um, like, don't like, get me wrong. You love if anyone loves those titles. Like, I'm not saying it's not worth it because the games aren't good. It's just probably really, really as as a business, it's probably not in their best interest right now. Yeah, looking at it from here, right? Um, the one that stands out, and I think there's already a uh, like a remaster for it, is Alien Isolation. Hmm. Um, Alien Colonial Marines is not there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, they have a pretty substantial list of games that are not uh, compatible. So, uh, well, this is just one section. Holy guacamole! There's a there's a lot. There's a lot that it's not like uh, the Batman Telltale stuff. It's not there. Arkham City is not compatible. Arkham Asylum is not compatible. That's Very weird. Interesting. Now but, it's getting weird. Now I didn't yeah. think. Yeah, it is like uh, the uh, that Bionic Commando remake uh, that rearmed that came out, and the other uh, the other game that came out a, a few years ago is not. Man, it's interesting. They have a lot of stuff like none of the Cobella stuff, like the hunting games. I mean, we can see that Captain America Super Soldiers not oh, backwards compatible. <laughs> How was that game? I saw never played, I, it. never played it. Did you play the Thor game? No. <laughs> okay. I saw I like saw, the only of like the MCU stuff was the uh, Iron Man. The first Iron Man. Yeah. I still uh, got it for PS3. Yeah. There's uh, there's quite a lot. I mean, not nothing nothing that's dead or alive. Let alive games are not backwards compatible. Uh, wow. Disney's Fantasia. Hmm. Oh, because it's Connect, so they're not none of the Connect stuff is probably well, backwards compatible. Yeah, they want to make you forget about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. None of the Dynasty Warriors stuff is backwards compatible. So none of the Tecmo stuff, because not even I don't think the uh, Ninja Gaiden games are backwards compatible. Or I think the first one is. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a huge thing because uh, you know that uh, re- did, did it come out already that. Uh, Ninja Gaiden remastered thing that was coming out for for PS4. Let's I'm not see. sure. On the fly. Um, news uh, just to see. Uh, Master Collection. Uh, interview June 10th. Looks like June 10th. Let's see. Live fact checking. Yeah, June 10th. So um. Apparently, like, Xbox fans were asking us, like, hey, why is this based off the PS3 games um, and not the original Xbox and the Xbox 360 game? So, they gave they gave an explanation. I have an explanation and a theory. Uh, well, I have more of a theory rather than an explanation, right? I don't, I don't, I don't I'm not a, associated or affiliated with, uh, with Tecmo in any way, shape, or form, but... My, the Tecmo said that they lost the code for the original uh, Ninja Gaiden, the one that came out for the original Xbox. I believe it. I believe that's that's true. Um, back then, uh, people need to realize that archiving it, it was not a thing. Uh, this storage was extremely expensive and restrictive back in the you know back in. Those times, like what, 2002, 2003? Yeah, so. Yeah, it's been a while. It's, uh, it, it was restrictive, expensive. So they're not gonna, you know, if they don't, if they don't have to keep that data, they're not going to do it. Uh, the same thing happened with Kingdom Hearts, where, uh, the code was there, but they, they, uh, got rid of the assets. So when they did the re, the, the remaster Kingdom Hearts that came out for PS3 and then now it's on PS4. Um, they had they used the uh, assets from the 3DS games and they just upscaled those. So, uh, so I believe Tecmo on that one for Ninja Gaiden Two. It's plain and simple, man. That is a Tomonobu Itagaki game, and they want to not be associated with that name at all. So that dude got fired for uh, for hashtag Me Too, and and they are not going to publish a game staying away from that that he was involved with so it's that's what it is you know he directed that game he was fired and 
and flopped with another game. I don't know where he's at right now. It's oh, probably wow. just, uh, you know, I really don't know. He did that weird game for the for the Wii, um, Devil's Own. It, uh, that game's like supposed to be really expensive because there was like twenty <laughs> copies made. All right, on the fly fact checking for Devil's Own on the Wii. Let's see. Loose, $249. What? That's loose. It was, I'm sorry, it was for the Wii U. Yeah, it was a Wii, Wii U game. U, yeah. Um, here's one for 180 But that's... Super rare. There's two. There's two copies on eBay, Joel. That's how rare this game is. Bidding war. Yeah. Oh, man. I am. I am intrigued. Who bought this copy? Now I've seen I've seen people a lot. Four hundred dollars, four fifty. Interesting. Another four hundred. Not many copies out there though. Yeah, this game had like four copies made, dude. It's ridiculous. It's like you probably have to like pre-order to get a physical copy of the game, and then it got delisted, and like a month later, the online was turned off. It was like just absolute disaster, dude. Oh disaster. man, disaster. The game was terrible, <laughs> and yeah, there it is. All right, well, you know, Xbox is what it is, and uh, they're doing all right right now with uh, Game Pass and all that good stuff. So, um, Joel, there's a Horizon Forbidden West um, extended or reveal, I guess, tomorrow. Uh, we're recording early, so we're not going to be able to talk about that, but we'll make sure to bring it up next week uh, and see what's up with that. Um, and uh, that is uh, basically it, video game wise. Um, not a lot of stuff, uh, you know, out of the ordinary happening. Uh, E three is you know three weeks away. Um, Sony confirms that uh, that God of War is indeed called God of War and Ragnarok. We kind of already knew that. Sure. Um, and uh, there's a leak, Joe, uh, from this afternoon that uh, allegedly Uncharted 4 is going out on PC. Hey, that, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So that got leaked in uh, in an investor call. So apparently that is that is happening soon. So yeah, I mean Uncharted 4 has been out for what like five years because they oh uh, yeah yeah they they did their like uh, five year uh, thing uh, on on social media a couple weeks ago. So. Yeah, and it's like hard for me to realize, like, man, it's been out that long, but no, it's been out for a while now, and oh, we've had our fun, and that's a real exclusive. Like, it's been that many years, and now, now they're saying, okay, we'll bring it over to PC. Like, it's fine. Um, let more people enjoy this incredible yeah. experience, and and uh, no, I, I, have you gotten? To, I don't think you've gotten to even play it yourself yet, right? I haven't. No, no. Yeah, if you ever, I have you know, it on PS Plus. Yeah. have, like, it's it's a good one for sure. Yeah, I have it on PS Plus. So I, I wanted to see if they they released like a performance thing on ps5 oh, sure. play it, yeah that's true yeah also uh you know the picture came out for the new movie uh still came out with uh okay, tom yeah. holland and, and uh mark Wahlberg. Mark so mark, yeah interesting i thought Wahlberg. i don't know how it's gonna fully go down but i was like hey maybe Wahlberg's gonna have the white hair and all that like sully you know i didn't know how they'd do it well nope he's just mark and uh it's tom. mark Wahlberg and, from transformers basically. yeah dude <laughs> 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 give him at least a mustache come on yeah you yeah, have I was surprised to, you have to at least give him a mustache you know yeah that was weird um but yeah that's what we got again sorry about the uh, technical difficulties there at the beginning but uh i am glad that we were able to at least sail through uh no more issues after that so we're fine um Tell us what we got for this week. Uh, go ahead and plug us in, man. Absolutely. Folks, thank you for sticking with us. Please stay subscribed to our show. Look for us on podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music. Search for No Low Time on podcast platforms. Subscribe. Subscribe to our video version on our YouTube channel. Make sure you're following us on our social media. We come to you live on Facebook. If you're watching live on Facebook, thanks for joining us. Uh, we come on each week, usually around 9 p.m. on Thursdays uh, to record. But make sure you stay uh, following us on our social media. Follow us on our Facebook. Turn notifications on. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
and Twitch. Also, if you have any questions, comments, feedback, we'd love to hear from you. So we'd welcome you to send an email to us uh, at no load time. Uh, that's our Twitter handle and our, and our Facebook and Instagram. And then you can send us an email to no load time at gmail.com. That's no load time at gmail.com. And uh, who knows, maybe one of your questions will be answered here on the show. You never know. So we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to seeing you guys on our next episode and stay safe. Thank you guys. Stay safe. We'll see you again next time.